0: Uh, hello and welcome to episode 9 of A Beer with Sam and Peter. Yep. Uh, I'm still Sam, and he's still Peter. I don't think I've said that for a while, so right. I thought I'd just whip that in there. I'm in shorts. You can hear it in my voice. i I've, I've not said that
1: in a while either. Oh, God. <laughs> this is just a throwback Bring it all episode. back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time. Bringing it all back.
1: And what a week, though. What a week.
0: Yep, so... Uh, I haven't done my homework, <laughs> as it turns out, <laughs> because I've been doing uni work uh, all week. So it's been, it's been a hectic week for me. I'm not. I think it's been a hectic week for you too.
1: Yeah, pretty hectic. I've um, last week was super hectic for me. This week I've kind of just chilled out a bunch and gone to uni and actually gone well, to some of my classes.
0: You've caught up
1: to I've, me a lot in Dark I've Souls i I've caught three, up to you in Dark Souls, Souls so
0: Three. I'm so mad about. It.
1: <laughs> You're still a fair bit ahead of me, but I've.
0: But I've still not finished yeah I've really only been able to play maybe a couple of hours a night here and there mm. so it's devastating yeah well what are, what are we drinking this time Sam? Uh, oh today we've really lashed out just got something new we haven't been in the archive yet actually we're drinking Heineken's
1: yep um I wouldn't call that lashing out in any uh, way <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was uh, what they call just a joke <laughs>
1: yep Drinking Heine's.
0: They're not that bad. I always thought that... Cheers, uh, Sam. Yeah, cheers. I always thought the Heinekens were, um... Tasted a little bit too much like water. Yeah? They are, They taste watery. I don't know. What's the what's the alcohol content on these bad boys? Uh, hmm. Who could say? Apparently, Certainly apparently not us. Per- per- no, 5%. Five 5%? Percent. Five percent? They Which don't is, give you a little, uh... This is Sam and Peter's review of... Of the beer they do 5% can, do. contains approximately 1.3 standard drinks Oh Well they don't have a little helpful uh, Picture Of like little the, cup the picture cup. <laughs> And the number Yeah Okay That's it I've That's actually I've actually, I've
1: actually Been to the Heineken Brewery In um, Amsterdam When wow. I was there A couple of years ago Yeah mm. Yeah it's pretty cool It's pretty much like A beer theme park you go through and you get like I'm a bit of a history lesson and then you can play FIFA and get your <laughs> and there's oh, oh, actually, oh, oh, oh actually 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 you at, can
0: play how does FIFA because, relate because because
1: Heineken sponsors FIFA so that you, there's just this area where you can play FIFA it's the like the game FIFA the game FIFA there's just an area where you can, play the, a game FIFA where you can play the FIFA play the, the game FIFA in the Heineken factory in the Heineken brewery tour in Amsterdam and there's a, there's this other great fantastic thing which is like beer pouring hero It's like Guitar Hero, except (sighs) you've got... There's a fake tap and a fake, like, glass beer. Yeah. And you hold it and you have to pour it properly. And it teaches you how to properly pour a beer, like, draft beer. That's amazing. And you get, like, a a score based on how well you do and how much of a master beer pourer you are.
0: And there's, like, Willy Heineken Wonka somewhere, I'm sure. Did you you open, like like, a... just a servicing door and find a bunch of like sad-looking umplumpers. No, no, it, not
1: not quite. Unfortunately, that's,
0: a, that's, <laughs> a, that's both amazing and just very very strange. Yeah,
1: no, it was great, good fun. The Heineken Brewery. <laughs> the Heineken Brewery. <laughs> Next time you're in Amsterdam, so. yeah, for all you should certainly check who are it are out. In
0: Amsterdam, I'm sure there are a lot of them.
1: Oh, you also learn how to make beer, how beer is made as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's also a lot about It's not not just like there's a bunch of stuff about the history of the company and FIFA and like all the things they sponsor, and then there's Beer Hero, and then you can get a few free free beers, but then they also teach you how they make beer, which is. There's
0: something about a beer factory, but
1: mostly it's FIFA. Mostly it's advertising, I mean, really. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah.
0: Okay. A little interesting interlude. Mm. Mm. Indeed. But anyway,
1: um, homework time. Yes. have You done your, you, you haven't broadcast. done your homework.
0: I have not done my homework. Well, uh, I feel okay about this because, you know, as we all know, our homework movie for this week was Godzilla. Mm-hmm. The 2014 version?
1: Or thir- 14. The one with Brian Cranston.
0: Yes. The one with not a sock puppet or that terrible, terrible Godzilla film that I think happened around, like... The late 90s or early 2000s? Yeah,
1: they the, had the guy who played Ferris Bueller Holy fuck! as the main guy.
0: Yeah, holy shit, that was a bad movie. I, I kind of actually think, though, maybe we should have reviewed that movie. Cause <laughs> it, it's incredibly... F- I think it's fun to watch because it's just... It's it's so bad. Just so bad? I mean, it's it's so bad. And the soundtrack makes no sense. It's like a soundtrack for a... Uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe a bad boys movie? Well, it, it was like a 2000s
1: blockbuster action like thriller action movie it's like, disaster movie dun-dun, dun-dun,
0: dun-dun, it's, it's awful and uh, and I don't know I think we offended Japan on that one or well, the US offended Japan on that one really oh
1: yeah yeah that doesn't surprise me
0: yeah
1: but anyway Godzilla the new Godzilla
0: Godzilla yeah so I, I've what seen did you this think? before um, that's why I wanted you to watch it yeah uh, you didn't watch it I, again so in preparation, I but I, I've f- just
1: watched it, like, a couple of hours ago.
0: You watched it... So, I want to see your reaction, because you have less context uh, with Godzilla. Yeah. So, I know I know a bit about Godzilla, and uh, having, you know, watched some of the old hokey stuff, and the Japanese stuff, uh, and the terrible Ferris Bueller, Godzilla, um, like, going in with the, into this movie, I... I I enjoyed it because of the context, mm. and I had this sort of niggling doubt that, in fact, this movie is kind of a snooze fest or not that great if you don't have that context. It's not actually a good standalone movie, so that's why I wanted, yeah. you, wanted so, you to tell so me. So, my my opinion is, it's
1: uh, it, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. I think the story is all pretty fine. It's kind of just a sort of run of the mill action. Mm. action film. There were some good sequences in it. It's weird that they spend they spend a lot it's it's just a little bit too long I think as well. They spend a lot of time building up the story and everything. Mm. And Godzilla doesn't really it's not really much about Godzilla. Like Godzilla's not really in it for all that much. You don't think? Like he's only in it for pretty much like the last like he doesn't show up for an hour. Like the main enemy thing it's not a movie about Godzilla destroying like, a yeah. town and then everybody like bombing Godzilla which is what I thought it'd be which was thought I would be that's what I thought the movie would be so it was kind of it was kind of an, a nice surprise that it wasn't that mm-hmm. but it was about these other like weird bug things destroying well, towns was, and stuff
0: I would say it's still about like Godzilla Godzilla is the hero of the movie
1: yeah Godzilla's the hero of the movie but also, Godzilla's only in it for like forty five minutes of the two hour runtime but you like, Godzilla it? doesn't sh- first show up till, till the one hour mark, and then you never even really properly see Godzilla and see Godzilla fighting stuff till like the last half an hour, twenty minutes, mm-hmm. which I think is a, is a very interesting way of doing it, but I kind of would have liked to have seen a lot more of Godzilla fighting stuff
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, I would have liked to have seen more more of that too. Yeah. I will say that the human characters uh, could all get squashed and I wouldn't have given a shit at all. Yeah. It was meant to be like the some human thing going on, like, oh, there's a relationship. No, there's not. It's just... It's happening, the main human guy, Brian Cranston's son, he's got a wife or a girlfriend or...
1: He's got a wife and a, a wife. son. Wife and a son. And he's kind of trying to protect them, but not. Re- he never seems all that concerned about. Yeah. Them. Like I thought the I thought the human characters were pretty bland. That's true. Like, it's a fine movie, and I think the stories, like the way they did the story, is kind of interesting. Yeah. And it was all executed pretty well. I didn't think there was any like really really cringeworthy terrible dialogue, which is pretty common in these sorts of films mm, yeah. so I appreciated that but I just got kind of bored like with about yeah. half an hour to go not all that much had happened
0: it's a good it's a good movie to to YouTube if you're having if you have like half an hour free yeah you, you could, know like the, the the clips like the battle at the end or whatever yeah now having said like the, the human element is awful and stuff I, I really did enjoy this movie like yeah. if you have got the context of the Godzilla Godzilla is. So, uh, to take the Ferris Bueller Godzilla movie, right? It was a Western take on Godzilla, mm-hmm. Hollywood's take on Godzilla, and they got it so wrong. Like, it, it's. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure at the time there was like a lot of talk about how it kind of upset a lot of people in Japan, right? Yeah. Um, for a few reasons. One Godzilla, if you watch like the really old, like foam Godzilla flying around, stop motion mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, uh, he's meant to be a uh, a good guy. Yeah, basically a good, good guy. Good guy,
1: but he still destroys buildings and. Stuff. But no,
0: but for the most part, he fights other other he fights other big monsters. Yeah, right. He's kind of defends them. Yeah, defends us. So he's meant to be a, a good guy in that sense. Like he's fighting Mothra. People like that, right? With his laser breath. Uh, two years laser breath. And not fire breath. Well, and just not... Whatever was going on in Ferris Bueller, did he, did he have even any type of breath? I'm pretty sure... Other than air breath? I'm pretty sure he breathed fire. Did he? Either way, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, and three, he's not meant to be that serious. Godzilla stuff is always kind of funny. It's all just like a little bit hokey right it's not meant to be a, a apocalypse really heavy type thing this this movie certainly wasn't that yeah
1: it was very serious no it was it was very serious very
0: dumb and serious it was serious but it was it, it was dumb and it had it was dumb I didn't think it was funny it had that big point. thing which was that Godzilla was the hero yeah I really liked that he, he was like everybody was like oh yeah, Godzilla, cheering for Godzilla in the end, and he comes in and fucking laser breaths this guy. (laughs) That's always fun. You
1: think Godzilla's dead and
0: then he's not actually dead? Kaboom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One thing I did really, really enjoy, though, was um, when they went back to Tokyo, or the city... Is is it set in Tokyo, the Japan bits? When they go back to find Brian Cranston's, like, CDs. No, it's set... I'd oh, sit
0: somewhere else. I really wish I knew. I knew more about
1: you. I'm a real sucker for like an apocalyptic, rundown city, and I th- yeah. thought it was a really well done, really cool apocalyptic rundown city, quarantine zone. Yeah. Not apocalyptic, but anyway. It's, yeah. I thought um, th- th- that that like that location and set and stuff was really well done.
0: That whole setting is really reminiscent of another one of the, that director's movies uh, called Monsters, I think. Who's it directed by? It was someone recently. I, I can't remember. Was um, it, but they, was they, it he, Gareth Edwards? Uh, his <clears> oh <throat> shit! Should, should we just sure take we? a? Should we just? Should have googled it.
1: <laughs> should we take a second and look it up, or just power
0: ahead? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I know that he was. He was. Uh, he was hired because of his work on on another movie called mm. Monsters, where it, you know it's a big Kaiju esque type thing. But it was a much smaller budget. It was one of those instances of like finding an indie director or a smaller director. Yeah, I I do get the impression that this was
1: meant to... This was like a big blockbuster movie but it had a pretty small special effects budget just because of like...
0: I think they had a reasonable budget. They
1: spent a lot of money but they didn't... There wasn't all that much Godzilla fighting which would have been the really expensive stuff to do.
0: But I... Well... I think it looked good. The Godzilla fighting that was in there, it looked really good. Godzilla looked looked good. He didn't look like some velociraptor motherfucker. Yeah, like the Ferris Bueller one. He yeah. looks like chunky. He's got this big fat neck. Um, visually, it was it was it was pretty spot on. Mm. And it's in like a big monster movie, in a kaiju movie, called Godzilla movie. Um, that's the big thing. You why, know? why it's not Godzilla's acting ability? It's yeah, it's just.
1: Is Godzilla cool? Is it is cool. It was pretty cool in this. Yes. One thing I would have liked to see and this draws a pretty strong parallel with another Kaiju movie which came out recently which was Pacific Rim. Oh, I think was Pacific that Pacific none of the fights, none of the big Godzilla fights were during the daytime. Hmm, which would have been cool to see, but I I know why they don't do that and that's because it would be so much more expensive because you got to show a lot more detail than at night time. And If you look at Pacific Rim, every single fight, just about, is done at night with heaps of rain, so you can largely obscure the big robots fighting the big monsters.
0: Mm. As a way to
1: get away, get around a bit of that.
0: You've got all the inside knowledge. Yeah. Mm, That's interesting. I.
1: So so on that point of Pacific Rim, how do you think it compares to To Pacific Pacific Rim? Rim?
0: that's the obvious comparison to make at least it was at the time when they both came out mm. very close to each other um, I think Pacific Rim is, is a better movie uh, at the time I was sort of annoyed that it didn't get as much attention as it deserved I think Pacific Rim
1: is pretty garbage mm. yeah so you like this more than Pacific Rim I think it was a better movie I don't know if I liked one more than the other
0: or either one really
1: or either one but Pacific Rim I thought was really bad just because the dialogue was so corny yeah and like the robot fights were cool and stuff but just the the acting was so bad by um the main character blonde guy and the (laughs) Asian chick that was so bad Idris Elba was really underutilized and bad Charlie Day was just ridiculous (laughs) <laughs> bloody what's his name with the gold shoes was stupid like it was just really dumb it was dumb and the okay. I thought it was like the dialogue was really bad which I just can't stand
0: so I, I thought it was a good robots fighting kaiju movie what about the there was there were cool bits. The kaiju, Why? The kaiju, Why the fuck doesn't he get out the sword from the beginning? Okay, okay. okay. that's it's, stupid. Everybody knows about the sword. <laughs> <in> the <ring laughs> a little bit weird. It's a very, it's sort of a famous Deus Ex Machina moment where yeah. they're flying up and he pulls out the sword. The sword mode they yeah. didn't have before. He doesn't even do anything. He's just like,
1: <laughs> I've get, been getting my ass beat. I know well, what I'll do that I've never done up until this very moment.
0: become a sword man it's a very optimist thing to do in Transformers (laughs) oh you mean this I say this (laughs) there's a pistol hidden in my (laughs) (laughs) moustache okay that's kind of crap but don't you think that again bringing it back to the most important thing in these movies it's one of the very few times where I would think that uh, the acting uh, isn't really the 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 draw of the movie and it's in fact the kaiju slash robot people and how they fight and stuff. And I thought that was pretty cool. I, thought yeah, was and I, cool I, defi- I definitely agree with you. Like they, how they were mining the dead kaiju and they sold a bunch of kaiju parts in the black market.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was all... like, It was good ideas, I just didn't think the acting was good. And for me, when I see movies, acting and the writing is really important to me like I think that's yeah, the it's most important,
0: important to me too just saying maybe but yeah so sure like but
1: I like even if it is cool robots fighting each other and you're just supposed to switch your brain off mm. when there is bad acting it really pulls me out of it
0: there was ter- two terribly fake Australians in that movie too
1: was there? do you not recall? I do not recall how do you not recall them? which were the fake Australians?
0: there was the so there was um Blondie and Oh yeah (laughs) I remember them. They were blondie and like the grizzled they were no 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 no. They were like the grizzly people that didn't like there were a few tropes in in, Yeah. Oh man it was it was non Australian actors playing Australian characters. Which was really bad. Because just why guys? Why is we have Australian actors. You cast them as Americans all the fucking time. I think
1: even some of the there were Australian actors in that film cast as Americans. Jeez, it was bad
0: no but it was it was it was also great I love those guys no because you remember the main character and Maiko 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 his partner yeah um they were like the underdogs and like the top yeah the top the top, the top dogs top dogs were, who were in their robot called Gypsy Danger <laughs> 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 and then like there was like the older guy it was a father and son team yeah the oldest, older Australian guy was just grizzled and fake Australian and the other guy and the, the other guy, guy was, was just like, unreasonably like bitter about it all like he was he was, was just a, as, just an arsehole for no yeah, reason yeah as soon as he came across the main character he was just like hey fuck you <laughs> <laughs> I hate you cause you're different I'm gonna try I'm gonna attack you later at the cafeteria <laughs> <laughs>
1: for no reason yep yeah that was a dumb movie
0: yeah maybe it was wow sorry <laughs> I enjoyed it. At the time. So Godzilla, what's that? What's our take on it for the people who haven't done their homework? Um, I would say it's okay. I,
1: would say I wouldn't it's okay say too. definitely. Don't rush out and see it. No, like I would say, if, if, if you, you know, want to have a couple of mates for a couple of beers and some pizza and hmm. just—it's a good beer and pizza throw chat. It's a—it's a good movie for them. May that. we
0: humbly offer up to you as as an alternative. Uh, Rain of Fire,
1: Rain of Fire. That is a much better dumb movie. There's, yeah. No, no, no.
0: They're they're different. Peter, Godzilla is legitimate. Is a legitimate kind of movie. Rain of Fire is just a hundred and ten percent absolutely. <laughs> legitimate.
1: Yeah, God. This Godzilla tries to be so much, so serious. Mm. I don't
0: know. It, 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 I guess it. Actually, before it, For it was... me, that Godzilla movie had the strong advantage. Uh, of following up from a terrible Godzilla movie, just a yeah, god awful. Like
1: it was, a, it was a pretty passable film, I think. Yeah. Just to kind of end the conversation, I just I do want to talk about one scene which I thought was really good. Okay. Apart from the apocalyptic Japan stuff, mm-hmm. was the scene where they had them all jump out of the jump out of the helicopter. Yeah, that with was, the red flares. That was, was in, in all big the tra- trailers. The trailer scene. I thought that was visually that was really effective and looked really cool and the music matched it really well it was one of the few moments in the movie that was really quiet and it kind of goes to show what you can do with that sort of visual spectacle but also when you don't over soundtrack a scene like that
0: like a certain film that we will not mention
1: there's absolute garbage don't see it and rhymes with Catman. <laughs>
0: Uh, yep yep so that's that's our homework that was was, that was a good scene I remember that scene and it it gave you a good scale of you know human versus Godzilla Mm. how Mm. yeah how massive he is Bryan Cranston was so ridiculous in that movie Bryan Cranston was good he just died Really early on, you very, you very in a much, very sad. you very much got,
1: you very much got the impression that he was written out of the movie, or yeah. like he was paid a bunch of money to do it and then had like a scheduling conflict or something, so he couldn't do the whole thing. And they yeah. were like, "Please, please, we need you, so you can be in the trailers because you're hot with Breaking Bad and stuff right now. We need you in this film. Come on, just give us a couple of days."
0: Breaking Bad's so hot right now.
1: Yeah, that's what it would. Have, I mean, yeah. he was, he was. Most of the trailers, he was, like, the... The, the main guy in the film was, in like... I don't remember seeing him in any of the trailers, no. but I remember seeing Brian Cranston. That's true. So he was in there for marketing. It
0: was a curious decision to make to make this movie that was... Be like, hey, you know, it's a Godzilla movie. The acting won't be terrible, but the Godzilla looks cool. And then... And we're going to get this really good... Begin the movie with a scene that is just a reference to like the nuclear catastrophes in japan yeah in which a very sad thing happens to brian cranston who acts well but is also not in the rest of the film Mm. it was almost sort of like uh, a short and then you see the movie Mm. you really didn't need it yeah Mm. godzilla it's really not that bad Uh, it's not as bad as we make it out to be it's a good spectacle movie um, as opposed to Catman and <laughs> I guess Catman works for both really Catman, not really Catman and Uber dude Uber No, right, let, let's let's move on
1: so TV it's Batman versus Superman <laughs> <Batman. laughs> <laughs> yeah garbage movie don't see it right Alright, TV shows. I say so, it to
0: myself every time I go to sleep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're like Ari and Game of Thrones except you just recite movies that are
0: garbage <laughs> and that you shouldn't see. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> that I want killed by the great god. Yeah. The faceless god. <laughs> uh, Offer up, opera, bat flick. Yep.
1: Um, yeah, so TV, TV shows. TV shows, yeah.
0: So we wanted to do something the, this week. Uh, we've both watched... We're both pretty big fans of a lot of Adult cartoons, not like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, that,
0: that does need pointing out. Cartoons for older people. Yes. With bigger themes. We're talking your Rick and Morty's here. Which is a adult cartoon that has tentacles, but is not hentai. Yeah. Oh, that's true, it does have tentacles
1: in it too. Yeah, so Rick that and Morty season one is on... Netflix, yeah. And You've just
0: watched it and watched all of season two as well. I have, yeah. So I've, I've caught up. I've caught up with Rick and Morty. Hmm. Um. So I watched it under your rec- recommendation, mm. and um, it was interesting how it played out for me because I watched the first episode. Yeah. And didn't watch another episode for maybe three weeks. I I watched the first episode. and Thought eh, I didn't really yeah. enjoy this and went away and then at some point I watched, I started watching the others um, and then I just you know been binge-watched all of them. I yeah. got, got really into it yeah um, it's, it's a good show because it's be... only
1: it's only like 10 episode seasons and they're 20 minute episodes each so you can get it all knocked out pretty quickly
0: yeah the first episode I think Mm, I don't. I don't know whether it was just me getting used to the, the feeling of the show. Uh
1: yeah. I think it's so the the first episode has a lot of like Rick belching and that kind of thing, which yeah. is really off putting. Yeah, it is. Very and they off-putting. tone that down massively, the more they go on.
0: Yeah, like his stammer is still there. Yeah, but yeah, it's a little bit toned down. I think.
1: Yeah, it, it the show. It definitely takes a while for it to sort of find its. Tone that it's going for, but I love but it. when it it's does, it. it's just it's so. Season good. two is so good. It's just like a no holds barred. It's just Dan, crazy. Dan Harmon is created by Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland, and Justin Roiland, um, he voices Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. um, and Dan Harmon is of course the creator of Community. Yeah, so coming from those two guys, it is just so
0: crazy, ridiculous, and hilarious. it's an Amazingly ridiculous. It's just great. Um, so Rick and Morty is a show is a cartoon about uh, a old mad scientist and his grandson yep and his stupid family yep uh, and the old this old man scientist Rick lives in the garage and he is like the smartest man on earth or he's just inc- he's incredibly smart it, crazy it's, and it's meant to
1: be a bit of a takeoff of Back to the Future right
0: It sort of quickly moves away from that. Yes. It's very different. Um, But his major thing is that he has a portal gun Mm. that can take you to uh, all the other um, realities, different parallel universes. And, of course, if parallel universes exist, then the uh, probability of anything happening is 100%. So... And it really, it's really great with that. Like, I love them going to the worlds and just, just seeing just ridiculous stuff. Like, uh, this is a really... There's no spoilers in this, in this type of show, but it's really late in season two. Uh, Rick and Morty and their family go to visit this planet. They're trying to look for alternative Earths. Yeah. And so they go to this portal visit this planet that is... That is... looks exactly like Earth. It's, like, really good. So they... Um, they fly down... And then they're like, oh, look at that. There's strawberries, but on a cob, right? And they're growing. And they're like, go and eat. And they start eating it. And then and it's like, oh, there's, there's apples on a cob, too. And then Rick has this moment where he like... Because Rick's gone and been everywhere. He's this yeah, crazy, yeah. dirty old man. And he's like, oh, no. And then, and then <laughs> he looks up. And they're, 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 there's this flock of really gross... Like a, there's a lot of gross-looking things in the show. Yeah, yeah.
1: But it's all cartoony yeah. and kind of... Yeah, yeah.
0: there's just like... <laughs> this flock of birds that look really sad flying along together because they're all, like, stuck on a cob sort of formation. And then they land on this tree <laughs> that's also on a cob. And then Rick picks up this thing, pulls out, one like, a device to see it at a molecular level. And they're all just, like, all the all the molecules aren't s- are circular shape. They're all cobs. <laughs> and he's like, for the love of God, run! And slaps everything down and goes, because the entire world is just... <laughs> On a cob. On a cob. It does brilliant. so
1: many clever things like that with yeah. like science time travel, space travel stuff. Mm. Like there's this one episode in season two where they go to this arcade and there's this video oh, game that they play. Yeah. Which I can't remember. What's the name of the I, name? I can't
0: remember either, but it doesn't matter. It's some like generic white man name like Gavin.
1: yeah. But it's like you you put on like a virtual reality headset and then you play out his entire, entire life. Yeah. yeah, which
0: Morty Morty plays it out as like like he Morty doesn't know what's going on like the boy and he just yeah. sticks, and Rick just sticks it on his head. It's like from birth. Yeah, until yeah, yeah. And suddenly he gets he gets born. He gets like it <laughs> gets like kind of like funny. He has his like experiences in college. Like it just flashes through. He he like he, he gets owns married. It, Yeah, he, he, owns, he his gets, wife leaves him. He hurts his back. Yep. Then he gets cancer. Uh, then he, like, beats cancer. Then he... But he's all alone and sad. Yeah, becomes and an old like... man. He's a carpet salesman. He's like, oh, I'm doing okay now in my twilight years. And then he stands up to get the carpet. Carpet comes over and falls on him and kills him. And, yeah. then Rick, and, Mort- and Morty just, like, wakes up back in the arcade. He's like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Not bad, Morty. You-, you lasted 65 years as Gavin. It's like, oh, but you still went back to the carpet store. <laughs> it's... <laughs> That's just an amazing idea. And then Rick plays
1: it, he's like, oh he's going off the grid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so interesting. I love it. It does show. it does a lot of really cool things. He's got great guest actors on there. Um, Justin Rowland's the main two characters, but it's also got Sarah Chalk who is um on who is thinking with Bob on Scrubs. And um, uh, what's His Name from Saturday Night Live
0: I think he uh, up What's His Name yeah we all know that <laughs>
1: <laughs> shit we're, we're really bad at remembering stuff today uh, it doesn't bad. matter who cares but it's got it's got a good voice cast yeah um, Chris Parnell is the dad there you go I can't remember the, who the sister is.
0: The dad is just ridiculous. Oh, dad Jerry. dad is great as just... Poor
1: Jerry. a <laughs> terrible human being. He's just so inadequate. He's very inadequate. <laughs> he's like an... What is he? Like an insurance salesman or something? He's a... He's an advertisement, I think. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And he's just really bad at this he's job. He's so sad. Anyway. But, yeah. So, like, cartoons and stuff. Have you been watching any other one? Have you, like caught up on any other ones recently
0: yeah um, before we move on from Rick and Morty though I'd also like to say for anybody listening uh, cartoons this is a Deadpool situation guys cartoon does not equal child show yep okay uh, for people who don't watch anime and that's not clear cartoon does not equal child show don't watch Rick and Morty with your child yes that's a bad okay? idea there's also a lot of not okay stuff <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, speaking of that, not that gay kind of stuff though. Archer. Uh, I've also been finishing off Archer. Yeah. Uh, it's not a recent thing, but I stopped watching just before Archer Vice, so I rewatched the season Archer Vice. Yeah. It's up to. It's had six seasons, and then I've watched the season after that. Yeah. And I love that show. It's a fantastic show. It's an amazing show.
1: So, it's. How do you describe Archer? You can take this one. It's like Arrested Development, but they're spies. And, uh, yeah, the, it, that sort of tone yeah, the, but they're spies so it's, it's like a comedy ac- it's like a comedy action cartoon but
0: brilliant show.
1: yeah like comedy action spy cartoon but it's all just they're all just fucking assholes to each other and just yeah. terrible people and it's pretty hilarious and I
0: think they break weirdly they break the mould even though the characters are all reasonably stereotypical reasonably stereotypical yeah. so yeah um, so the thing I really like, like about is... You've got, like, the
1: ditzy receptionist and the... But no, well, and the ditzy over- receptionist,
0: Carol, who's who also a millionaire and a country and is singer. A and is a huge masochist.
1: Yep. You've got the, um... Fat, overweight...
0: Which um, is... Unpopular... Overweight. Unpopular HR lady. Yeah. Who... Pam. Yep. Who's also a boxer. Gets yep. addicted to cocaine and becomes really thin at one point. Yep. Uh... Yeah. Gets what else in, has she done she's gets she's, in
1: debt to the Yakuza
0: yeah she was actually in the Yakuza illegal street racing yeah I really like Pam Pam's sort of my spirit animal <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's pretty ridiculous oh uh, there's Dr. There's Krieger the, who is a literal Krie- clone of Hitler <laughs> yep he is a literal clone of Hitler you've got the like loser um yeah they like the, the
0: inadequate Jerry of the group
1: yep um serial figures
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) who is
1: just kind of inadequate there's nothing all that like no that's true there's nothing really redeemable there's nothing really special about him
0: but all the other people I think
1: yeah then you got like Lana Kane Lana Kane who's the the, the, the the sexy female female secret agent and you got Archer who's like the James Bond type what's
0: really interesting is Archer is like the like the the he he is just like self-destructive and yeah he's and like he's like self. what James Bond would probably actually be yeah. like in real life. But I love the fact that he is clueless at that so much. He's like kind of dumb sometimes, but, but, he's, but he he's, is an amazing spy. Yeah, that's the thing that I always think happens when you create these characters. Like the main character in all these sort of instances, the he has to be sort of bumbling,
1: and yeah, I never but liked he's that. Not,
0: he's not. He's, he's not bumbling, bumbling, but I don't think he's stupid. Well, he—I uh, don't
1: think he's I, just, I, very I just very self-bumbling
0: at all. If the, 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 one of the big things about Archer is actually, that everything he does works is very deliberate. Everything he, works out for him. Yeah, and he is the, luck, and the luckiest is man alive. He is like the deadliest spy. Like he—he he is really A crazy good at fighting. Yeah, and and all that sort of stuff. Like he, actually,
1: that's one thing I never really considered about the show. Is the thing about James Bond is like he is really capable and stuff, but. He gets so friggin' lucky over the course of 30 years yeah. the amount of shit that he's been able to pull off is insane. And Archer's the exact same way.
0: He's, he, he's really well self-aware
1: of it. Yeah, he's
0: really self-aware of it and it's all in one continuity as well. Yeah. And he has these... Like, he is not dumb. He has those those moments where, like... He... he yeah. He is all that and he's not dumb. Which, yeah. I, which, which I really like. And he isn't incompetent. Like,
1: um, he's just a bit of an asshole. He's just... He's just a... Narcissistic,
0: dickhead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a narcissistic dickhead. Narcissistic. Why is whole he edge. good at spying? Yeah, yeah. And he's like a crazy, vicious man grenade. He is the he, definition of a man grenade. Yeah, and and, I, and he usually is. He usually like um, is so calm in like all these dangerous situations because mm. he like has a bit of a he like makes a jab, right? Uh, like makes a your mum joke or something like that, and then he subsequently just like destroys just the just kills of terrorists everybody. and all the hostage and leaves. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's a great adult cartoon as well. Yeah, I think
0: it is It is just wonderful. It's, it's, it's a great It's got cartoon.
1: cyborgs and they go to the moon yeah. and the bottom of the sea floor. Oh, I and, love... And inside someone's
0: body, there's an episode... I love any episode where they... Any, anything in TV, in TV shows where they shrink down and go inside, like, someone's someone's body, you know, in, like, the ship that's, like, going around. Yeah, yeah. I love those. There's one in Rick and Morty as well. Mm. And that's got to be my favourite episode of Rick and Morty, just because I just love... For some reason, it's that sort of magic school did bus you, thing. We, you, oh, man. I remember that magic school bus episode. Where you just, like, go... Like, like, going it, to the... Some sad. sort of submarine thing, and then you're inside a... Yeah. Oh. They, they do it.
1: crazy things, like, they become... They become drug dealers, and then they become yeah, like. Yeah, so that's the di- season that I recently they watched. They become dictators. It yeah, it's great.
0: Yeah, I really like that how they're working for they're working for a spy to sequel ISIS and stuff. Which and, they but,
1: they then change the name of they're not ISIS anymore. Yeah, because of actual yeah, ISIS. Yeah, yeah.
0: But um. But there's a season where they they lose their like spying license or whatever which is arch advice archers just decides that like they've got all this cocaine and so he just, they just decide to sell cocaine and he just becomes a drug dealer which of course he'd be he'd be adequately equipped for because he's a vicious man grenade yeah <laughs> and it doesn't go very well for them but it's pretty hilarious yeah to watch. it's that great thing of like just if, if James Bond just had a little less moral then he would totally just be a great crazy criminal
1: yeah and he totally does all the, like... You know how in the most recent Bond movies there's a lot of stuff where he's, like... He's he's gotten out of the game and he's all, like, washed up <laughs> yeah, and, he does that and just time. drinking on the beach? That's the start of it's every season but of that's Archer. Like, yeah. It's not even, only the start. It's almost the start of every episode. <laughs> <laughs> it happens that often. Oh, yeah. That,
0: shit, that show's a great show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He... There's a... It's also... Because it's so self-aware as well. Archer yeah. just, like... Archer has a really good sense of what is cool. Mm-hmm. And often does that. Yeah. So, um, like, when they become... When it's, like, Archer Vice, he's, like, obsessed with... with If he's going to be a crazy cocaine uh, kingpin, he really wants a tiger. Yeah. And... Because he just (laughs) knows that would be amazing. It's... Yeah. It's really brilliant like that. The other thing about the uh, character... To keep talking about the fact that the characters aren't as stereotypical as you first think. Well, there's a... There's a lot of weird quirks that all of them have Archer would make an amazing drinking game because there's so many like there's repetition of all those there's jokes. a lot
1: of there's a lot of repetitive
0: jokes so like Archer doesn't are pretty great Archer because he's spying all the time he doesn't have a really good understanding of like um, pop culture he really like misses out on it sometimes and, and and the thing about the show also is that
1: it's really ambiguous like the time period where it's actually set because like they Mm. fight the Soviets but then it's all they've got like crazy spy (laughs) gadgets there's also like a Vietnam episode which makes no sense and in the most recent season there's an episode where there's a guy like who was stuck on an island a Japanese soldier that was on an island from World War 2 and he's yeah
0: and he just doesn't know that the war's over yeah. but he would not be alive today no well, age. So I don't know whatever it's at.
1: yeah it's all over the place the like they go to space and the architecture
0: have... and the cars and stuff in fact archer as a butt like kind of indicates there's a certain time period yeah but
1: then there's all these out of place time period stuff like going to space and having crazy gadgets hmm. and like, like there's a colony on the moon like they wouldn't have been able to do that in the 70s there's like... a colony
0: on the moon people <laughs> watch the show <laughs> <laughs> drunk little tigers crazy Russian cyborgs yeah. Archer has a girlfriend who dies and comes back as a ro- as a Tatiana. cyborg. Tatiana. Who's um, really attractive and whenever she comes she always forgets her vagina because... She's got a robot vagina. Yeah, a robot vibrating vagina that detaches <laughs> so she always leaves it in the sink. <laughs> uh.
1: <sighs> <laughs> Did you have any, have any other cartoons you wanted to talk about? Because if you don't I've got one to bring um, to the table.
0: I've been watching a I've been, tr- I've been watching a little bit of anime here and there. Yeah? Um, I, oh, I've, I've also been watching a, a show from my childhood, presumably your childhood, called The Stormhawks, which was a phenomenal show on the ABC. It was a phenomenal show. And really? I encourage you guys to watch it, because uh, you know when you usually watch those shows and you're like, oh, that's part of my childhood, like um, An- like like the Conda or something? Yeah. And you rewatch it, and you're like, "Oh God, this is so bad." <laughs> I rewatched this one, and then I kept watching because it is great. It is grand. Uh, I won't talk about it too much, but Stormwalks is this show where it's set in this world called Atmos, which is the, which is Earth, like really f- uh, after the world, like the the actual planets being is no longer habitable, mm-hmm. and like the down there is all like weird lava monsters and stuff and they talk about it so it's it's a it's a sky community where they have these areas called terrors which are these like artificially floating lands and they serve as I think I remember countries or so like little uh, land masses yeah and then everybody flies around and there are these guys called the sky knights who are loosely I affiliated I remember that yeah they're loosely affiliated but they're oh, essentially like their right. own little groups yeah and they defend; they just they sort of go around arbitrarily dispensing their justice. Yeah, and this follows a, a young group of them who fight like these guys called the Cyclonians. They have these crazy bike slash plane I scooter things. <laughs> Everything's powered by gems. It's sort of there's a bunch of Star Wars aspects to to the show. Yeah, that are very loosely uh, you know, sort of like uh there's just enough difference, you know what I mean? That it's okay. Like, they're, the weapons that the... They use guns, right? Everyone uses guns. But the Sky Knights... The Sky Knights, they use more ancient tools, which are these, like, blades that are physical blades instead of, like, just a hilt with a button. Yeah. But you hit a button and they're powered by a crystal that sort of gives them this laser energy... So they're like so laser they guns. So then they can deflect bullets. Ugh. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can all yeah. The whole world is powered by these gems, and there's a bunch of but there's a so, like, legitimately a bunch of cool shit that happens in that show. Yeah, I would watch it again. There's, it's, it's adult enough that um, you can you can still enjoy the themes. Um, there's this cool the idea where uh, Cyclonus is the main villain, who's a woman, and she. Is just like the best, uh, not force user, right, in the in the show. So there are these like not force users who uh, there's like sky knights, yeah, but there's also like these these people who can harness the power of the gems that power everything. Okay, and generally like cause mayhem and force like shit, and she's uber powerful with that. Right. She has her evil army, right? Uh, and get this. So she's almost what you could say is sort of an emperor of the Cyclonians. Uh, and she, she, her second in command is this guy called the Dark Ace, right? Who is uh, the main character's match. He flies around. He uses his swords. He uh, He's in love with Cyclonus, right? And he used to be a sky knight but he turned bad so it's not Star Wars Peter is what I'm saying but it's Star Wars <laughs>
1: of course <laughs> it's
0: really good uh, and I also watched Transformers Beast Wars which is not good
1: we don't need to talk about that Come Beast
0: on. Wars it was all one right. of those 90s shows where it was all electronic guitars is the input uh, <laughs> Like uh, the animated series for Spider-Man. Uh, you don't need to go into it. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Wow, <laughs> it's <was> great. <laughs> you remember that?
1: Was yeah. A fa- was a, there was, yep. there, was a,
0: there was like a phase where all nineties cartoons had. Which is crazy... Guitar.
1: Yeah, yeah. Old you know rock Nelson intros. For? Teenage mutant ninja turtles. Uh. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so. Now, time for me to talk about something after you've talked about four things, you dickhead. <laughs> so um, <I'm> sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I want to talk about is a show called Another Animated Show. We're kind of having a bit of an animated episode this week, which if is If you good. couldn't tell. If you couldn't tell. Um, so, the show I want to talk about is called Bojack Horseman, right. which is um, a Netflix uh, animated comedy type thing um, has a pretty good voice cast it's got Will Arnett as the main character but it's also got Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad and Alison Brie from Community
0: oh
1: okay um, and a bunch of great guest actors and stuff as well um, it's got in the second season they've got Lisa Kudrow from Friends who is um, the blonde one for Friends okay um, and the kind of conceit of the show is it's um, about this guy called Bojack Horseman, who is who is like a former sitcom actor. So he used to have this show, kind of like you know, Full House, Married with Children, that kind of like family '80s sitcom,
0: Truman Showish type thing.
1: Truman Showish, except <clears throat> like in...
0: not in a huge biodome.
1: Yeah, not in a huge biodome. Um, and so it's about him and the whole conceit of the world is that it's all, it's like got humans and stuff in it, but it's also like anthropomorphic animal people. Yeah. So Bojack Horseman is like a horseman. He's <laughs> like a, He's like a man, but he's got a horse head. Yeah, it's like
0: those liquor ads. Um,
1: what brand is that for? Uh, for uh, yeah, Jagermeister. Jagermeister, yeah, which is all over Facebook yeah. and
0: stuff. It's, it's exactly like
1: that. Exactly like that. But there, there's humans in the world, but... And it's ne- there's never, like, any sort of explaining. It's just kind of how the world is is, is humans, but there's also animals. So is, there with...
0: ever, is that ever used as some sort of medium for yeah, like so racism
1: it's, or something? Uh, no, not for racism. Not not like Zootopia, right. where it's all, like, people and the animal instance and stuff. It's, it's just, 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 like, how how the world is. Like, all the different types of animals have their own sort of in, inherent traits. Like, dog people act like dogs if they were humans and
0: what does that look like so like really needy people yeah yeah like
1: really high energy and hyper and like um not my dog (laughs) (laughs) there's like a labrador person called mr peanut butter who had a who is who is mr who is uh Bojack horseman's kind of Enemy, but he thinks they're best friends. <laughs> like whenever he sees you, he's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, hi. I'm really it. happy to yep, see no. you. It's so great to see you,
0: Jack. That's amazing. Yeah. So, what is a horse like? Because if, if I were to write a show where it's anthropomorphic animals based on how the animals would be if there were people, and there was a horse man in it, he would be the devil. Because I'm deathly afraid of horses. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just
1: kind of a dude. He's just kind of a regular. That's what sort horses dude. are—just dudes. I mean, they have stuff like he. I'm pretty sure at one point there's like a him chewing sugar cubes jerk and stuff like that. But then, I mean, for the most part, part they're just kind of people, but they do have a bit of that inherent, what you typically think of that sort of animal to be type thing in their character. Um, So that's kind of the world. Mr. Peanut Butter. Mr. Peanut Butter. (laughs) He's he's pretty great and upbeat and you feel a bit sorry for Mr. Peanut Butter at some points. Oh. Yeah, so so the whole thing about the show is it's meant to be this comedy, and for the first six episodes of the first season, it's kind of it's kind of just that. It's about this sort of washed-up um, former sitcom actor who's who made like squillions from the show, but is now kind of just unhappy. Doesn't really have all that much to do with his life. He's not getting any more acting roles. He's just kind of dicking around, getting drunk a lot. Sounds and awful. not doing all that much. And so the first sort of six episodes is kind of about him and all his interactions with people and stuff. And it's kind of just a sort of okay animated comedy thing. Mm-hmm. But then after that, and for the rest of the first season and then for all the second season, it evolves into something a lot more interesting and poignant. So it, it the show evolves into an examination of... Living with depression, first and foremost. So, BoJack Horseman is pretty devastatingly depressed for most of the show. And it examines that, and that's really interesting. It also examines stuff like Hollywood culture and living with success. And then once you have something really successful, if you've got nothing to follow it up with, Mm. what do you sort of do with your life? And that kind of thing. And it just really... It becomes a very dark show, actually. Um, but a very interesting show to watch, I think, in a very... It's... For anybody who knows someone with depression, or even if you don't, it very clearly, I think, gets into the psyche of what it is like to live with someone who has depression or who like, what it's like as someone with depression, mm-hmm. and I think it's, for that reason, the second season especially is very much worth watching. you got to watch the first season to kind of get to the second season, but yep. um, for that reason, I think it's... And, like, self-destructive behaviour, and it's not just an animated sitcom. It is so much more than that, and I think for that reason, it's something that everybody should really watch. It is dumb and funny, and has all these crazy. It's like crazy, colorful animation, and has all these crazy, wacky characters and stuff. Yeah. But it's but it is also has a very strong message, which I think is very poignant.
0: I mean, look, you, you
1: these days
0: you can have a pretty colorful time, um, and still be in uh, a self-destructive state. In fact, self-destruction, uh, I think, more often than not. Uh, probably has its good times, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. i um, will like to check it out.
1: There's some there's some pretty devastating moments in season two.
0: Is, is it a Netflix show? It's a Netflix, Netflix show. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: And so uh, I really employ, implore you, if you're listening, to go and watch it and slog through the first half of the first season because the first six episodes are not, great and it doesn't immediately grab you but sort of if you take the first season as a whole and then just about every episode in season two is really good. Okay. If you can get past that first season it is so worth watching and it examines aspects of the human condition that I think are really interesting to watch. Okay. And for an animated show I think that's a pretty great achievement. For any show? hmm know, it's right. yep. a bit serious, but yeah, uh, yeah. But I, 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 whenever I, whenever I'm speaking to anybody about animated shows, I always try and encourage them to watch BoJack Horseman because I think it is that good.
0: Okay, well, I mean, are you convinced me? I'll go see it.
1: All right, cool. Yeah. Let's talk about something more fun that has been been giving us far less, or is a bit more upbeat. Let's say. Dark Souls three. Dark Souls three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's I remember Dark Souls three. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's so upbeat. The whole yep. story an upbeat. Uh, well, for me it is. I've been playing Dark Souls three as much as I can. Which yep. is we're, which...
1: We're week two of Dark Souls Watch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sam has not completed the game. Sam has but not I'd completed like the game. Like
1: and to... I've i purchased and gotten a fair way through the game.
0: I'd like to really stress two things for our listeners who are playing are Dark Souls fans. And saying, Sam, what are you talking about? You're not hardcore. You haven't finished the game. You asshole. <laughs> to, to you people, I would say, uh, welcome. And fuck you. Uh, I haven't had any time to play it. I've been playing maybe one... like, I've been playing maybe three hours a night. Sometimes... Life gets in the way, unfortunately. Life, life is getting in the way. and it's yeah. kind of, kind You were of like ahead of a
1: bunch of people and then... Yeah. I, like, I'm speaking to you throughout the week, I could hear how... I'm happy you were like just be watching, like keeping an eye on Twitter and what some streamers were up to, and yeah. like you were far ahead of them, and then they like gradually caught up, and then good the game again. Yeah, no, and to... you've still got a fair way to go. Exactly.
0: Well, I, I've also uh, I think I've been pretty thorough with this playthrough, which mm. made it a bit slower. It's also made it really slow because uh, in Dark Souls, Dark Souls Three is a really great experience, and I think it's the best of the Souls games um, for me personally it has felt quite easy so far um, especially the main bosses are really easy and sometimes like the, for one for one particular uh, lord it's it's very easy to, to beat him it's sort of a gimmick um, if you've gone through this particular uh, NPC's questline mm. he just he just kills the boss for you yeah um, but there is some hard stuff off the beaten track there's not much most of it is still it's still fucking cool And really well done. The boss mechanics are great in in almost everything. Um, But I've been going through every optional area, I think. Again, I haven't been wikiing too much, but I've pretty much... I think I've pretty much found all the optional areas. Like, I've been doing that thing of going around, walking next to all the walls... Like, hitting every single wall. And checking for shit. And, like... uh, when I enter an area I'm like I break it down into possibilities you know like there's a three branch which goes into a two branch path I'm trying to sort it all out get all the items read all the shit that's taking a long time and I've also been going through this one particularly uh, off the beaten track um, optional area which is something really interesting in Dark Souls because it is by far the coolest area in the game it's got not just one boss it's got two bosses and two zones Sort of. Um, and they're both probably the two coolest bosses in the game.
1: And they're optional.
0: And they're optional. It's in no way not fleshed out or anything either. It's really cool. Yeah. And that's they, what the, you
1: want to see in Dark Souls, yeah. is like all that side shit that you could just completely miss on your first playthrough. Oh, and then yeah. the second playthrough where you're like, where you're wicking stuff to. Find out the stuff that you did miss. You're yeah. like, oh, I missed a whole area. Like,
0: yeah, wiki. Don't be me. Don't be just like I- I'm not wikiing and then you <laughs> take like hours to. Run yeah, no, that. it's fine. I I personally, when I play through
1: Dark Souls games, I'm happy to wiki stuff. Yeah, I, I would
0: like, encourage you to.
1: Maybe not your first time through, but you don't, don't do it for like how f- to beat bosses. If and you stuff. finish the
0: game, I, w- I would. Uh, my recommendation is always like if you if you're playing through it, play through Dark Souls without wikiing as much as you can. Um, and to do the whole experience finish the game but then find out what you missed because you might have missed some really cool stuff that you want to do um, and in this case I can understand why this boss is optional because he is a big lore bomb yeah it, it's a it's a character just, I, don't worry guys don't turn your spoiler things on yet I'm, I'm trying to avoid it but he is a character that has only been mentioned in the Soul series and he's been mentioned since the first Dark Souls. Um, and he's been consistently mentioned throughout that uh, and never showed up. And, and he is there and he is, I'm going to put it out there, the coolest boss in Dark Souls in any of them. Mm. This to me, and this is a sad thing to say, beats Artie. Beats Artorias. <laughs> that moment when you fought Artorias and they are like, did that he just went crazy, did the flips and shit at you. Like I was so happy, and it was such a cool moment that you probably died the first time just because you like forgot to roll because you were still just you know, Transfixed. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Look how beautiful that huge sword is until it just cleaves you. Um, <laughs> this is this is it, but but even more so, it is an amazing boss. I just showed you it before the podcast. Yeah,
1: I would agree. It's a very cool boss. The boss arena is awesome. Yeah, it's all it's all good. It's also pretty difficult pretty difficult like sam is sam is good at dark souls and he was having trouble with the boss like yeah i'll get
0: there but it's it, it's the first time i've not one or two shot the bosses in this game
1: yeah and i'm having a pretty similar sort of experience i've not by no means played as much dark souls as you but i played through all of bloodborne and did all the bloodborne dlc which had some really difficult bosses and i played through all of demon souls as well and I played a bit of Dark Souls 1 and a bit of Dark Souls 2 so I'm reasonably experienced with the Dark Souls games um and my experience so far has been that the bosses have all been pretty easy as well Mm -hmm. like it's a lot quick every all the enemies and I've been having a lot more trouble like getting through areas and like just running out of SS fast and stuff and getting killed by just random enemies than I have with bosses like I think the most I've died to a boss is maybe four times. Mm. And that was, like, right at the start of the game where I didn't have much health or Estus or anything like that. Um, and recently I've, I've, like, one shot a, like a couple of bosses recently and two shot another one because I went in with no Estus at the end of the of an area and yeah. a bunch of stuff like that. Like, I think the bosses are... If you're an experienced player, the bosses are pretty easy. And I'm hoping yeah. it's going to get more difficult, which... You've told me it does. Well, so. you're,
0: yeah. The, you, it gets it gets a little bit more difficult as it goes on. I was really surprised how easy it was to beat some of the lords. Mm. Um, in one instance, it was because I'd carried through with this with this NPC's quest line that's reasonably difficult to do, so you'd probably miss that. Mm. Uh, and the other one was really easy uh, because it's it's a ranged boss. Uh, it turns out it's pretty... You just get in there. It, it does... Uh, uh, it casts... Again, I'm not, gonna try and sp- I'm not telling you who it is or anything. Um, it casts a lot of uh, low damage, high fire rate spells that don't damage your poise. Hmm. And you just run around the thing to its back and just start hitting it. Tank the little hits that you take, roll back, heal, do it a couple of times and he's dead. I yeah. also had a weapon that specifically damaged that, that type of enemy. Yeah, And I'm not talking about a... No, so let's let's, my, let's yeah. not get to in the not new video not, of it, yeah, but yeah, but, yeah. Um, but this enemy at the end of optional area is is cool. Yeah, so that's
1: Dark Souls Watch week two. Dark Souls Watch, I tune in next it. time. Uh, next time I'll be done. Next time Sam will be finished. Next time I'll we'll be on my not, next playthrough. If he's not, we'll be in for a for a pretty sad podcast. I think. Yeah. Um, Destiny Watch week a million. <laughs> still, um, still, well, still, I'm be just in. gonna have. 30 seconds, just, I think, um, the new content's really cool, it's done enough to sort of get me playing a bit more, but it's not enough to sustain, as I said last week, it's definitely not enough to sustain the game until they release new content, which is probably going to be a number of months from now. Yeah. And I think the game's in a pretty poor state at the moment. I haven't, I haven't, I still haven't tried it out yet,
0: I really haven't been compelled to.
1: Yeah, I... It would be, uh, I'm playing through it just by myself, so I think I'll have a lot more fun if I'm doing it with you, Mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, it's not, it's cool, but it's not amazing. And that's Destiny.
0: That's Destiny Watch. Yeah. So that's kind of,
1: that's That's what we've been playing. It's just been Um, a bit
0: tired of time. Like, I've, I've had enough time to watch maybe like a 20 minute episode of Rick and Morty here and there.
1: I caught up on Vikings. I'm up to season four now.
0: Oh, good. How caught up are you? Are you really caught up?
1: I'm not up to season four. I'm not up to season four. Oh, okay, so I watched season three. So a bunch I've of the also, stuff. I've, also I've realized
0: that a bunch of the stuff that you
1: told me is like massive spoilers for season four. <laughs> you <laughs> dick. <laughs> so I'm like, go through the end I, of season two and all I of season three so. and be like, "Oh, when's this gonna happen?" And then it doesn't ever happen. And I'm like, "Damn it, Sam!" There's it doesn't happen. Doesn't happen until season three or like the finale.
0: Oh, did I say that on the podcast? Yes. Sorry, guys. <laughs> But anyway, but guys, might... it's Vikings. What are you talking about? Spoilers? That's like watching Troy and say you spoiled it for me. Achilles got shot in the. No, ankle. that's that's not. P.S. What I'm... That's his weak point. It's not, not the same. Not, thing. No,
1: no, that's not what I'm talking about. It's different. It's are not historically based stuff. But anyway, we won't get okay. into it right now. All right, all right. Um, we have a kind of exciting thing.
0: For episode 10. Yeah, if you stuck with us this long, kudos. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. You we get were, a little sneak we peek. We appreciated your support. What we're doing. So we said episode 10, That be something special. Yeah. And uh, we're working on getting the second special thing to you. We won't announce that until we definitely have that in the bag. Yeah.
1: But, but the first special thing is, is... So, as I'm sure some of you know, Captain America Civil War is coming out next week. We made it, guys. On Thursday. And we, we are—we've actually got
0: proper movie reviewers. Yeah, we've actually had, gotten
1: something back from this podcast, which has been nothing but a money and time sink.
0: But we've liked it, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've had a good time, but it's cost—it's cost us money. There's no denying that. Um, We're gonna, we have got—we've been invited to a like a premiere preview screening of Captain
0: America, Captain America: Civil War. Yeah, we'll be there next to proper people. who yeah. review movies properly
1: <laughs> yeah we get to see it a whole three hours before the midnight screening yep <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's pretty cool right but yeah i'm pretty stoked yeah i'm excited we're gonna yeah we're gonna Free go to see tickets, it together they're gonna take away our phones yep they're gonna tell us not to record shit and whatever and um, we're gonna we've got
1: like an embargo and everything
0: it's yeah great. which is really it ruins my strategy but uh, I was really worried about the fact that there are going to be people there who are like more, far more legitimate than us. Yeah. And our little fan base or whatever. Um. So I thought we could offset that. I I think we should dress, come come fully dressed in suits. Because they don't know. They don't know how big our We could be is. important international could, businessmen yeah. going to see Captain America. We are international businessmen. <laughs> on an international business trip. <laughs> I was just going to wear a suit and act like I didn't give a shit that we were going to see this great movie. Or uh, It's a cultural touchstone, definitely. I don't know if it's a good movie, but...
1: We'll certainly let you know next week if well, yeah, it's we'll absolute garbage or not. I'm going in kind of with the tempered expectations because I don't think the Marvel movies have been all that great recently. I okay. think the last really good one was Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't think Avengers 2 was all that good. I didn't think Captain Mar- I thought Captain America 3 was 2 was pretty garbage. I didn't think Ant- Ant- Ant-Man was kind of okay, but Oh really? Not great. I, I quite enjoyed Ant-Man. I didn't really like Ant-Man. Like it, was, it, was, it was fine, but it was nothing special. Okay. Um, has there been any other ones since then? Um, not any ones no. that are built on this movie. Yeah. This. So I. I... I'm going in with tempered, <clears throat> expecta- setting the bar low. So if it if it ends up being okay, I'll
0: come out pleased. If it ends up being really good, I'll come out even yeah. more pleased. Here's my message: I would be really excited for this movie if it wasn't for one thing, one tempering thing, right? And this won't come my wrath. I have been a Spider Man fan since the very early years of my life. Mm. Um, I watched that animated series with the crazy rock music. Uh, like, I must have watched that whole season, uh, all, 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 all those seasons of that show, multiple times. I had Spider Man comics, I had Spider Man outfits, I had those little things that you wrap around your wrist that shot. What it turned out to be incredibly toxic fake web that they, they took off the market. I remember those. Yeah, because you shot it, it hardened and then it turned into poison. If you left it for a week, <laughs> well, it's not great. Um, I think I ate some, but I had that explains a lot. <laughs> I uh, I had that and I had I had everything. I had yeah. a venom transformer. I just I had it all, um, and so I have been. In, locked in now in a very abusive relationship with the Spider-Man movie
1: universe
0: n- movie universe now for many years fucking Sony I tell you um like I've been a victim of this whole Sony has the contract for a Spider-Man thing for for a long time and so uh it's a filmy once scenario yeah. you know I saw Spider-Man in the ad and it's a Marvel-owned thing. Maybe, like, maybe it could be the best thing for me in comics ever. Right? Yeah. If they do Spider-Man well. Yeah. But it's been—it's it, there's it's, it, it's been too many times where it's been bad for me. Yeah. I, I'm not excited now. I mean, you ruined my excitedness. It went a long time ago. Now I'm just nervous and a little bit deadened and we'll see <laughs> we'll see if if this turns out to be Spider-Man how he's meant to be then you know I'll lose my shit in the cinema it'll be it'll be crazy you'll have to tell me to quiet down but if if not I'm gonna shit on you guys at Marvel like you will incur my wrath I'm not
1: the wrath of a beer with Sam and Peter I'm not
0: here to, to watch another another movie where Spider-Man is terrible I'm not here to do that Yeah. I'm not here to watch weird <laughs> weird Spider-Man 3 jazz club dancing. I'm not here for that. <laughs> so that's what's going to happen with this movie for me. Um, and the rest of it, I'm always in, in for it. I really like what they're doing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's fun. I, really, yeah. I thought Captain America, so, uh, Captain America 2 Winter Soldier was awful as well. But apart from that, I would like them all.
1: Yeah, I've def- I've seen them all, so I mean that says something, and I keep seeing them all. So
0: still a lot better than Chicken Man versus <laughs> Idiot Face. <laughs> idiot, idiot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that's so that's that. Stay that's tuned. Stay tuned for exciting thing next week. Um, so a bit of housekeeping now. First of all. Like the Facebook page. That'd be cool. We'd appreciate it. <laughs> it's a command. Uh, Facebook.com slash Sam Peter. That same goes for our and, SoundCloud account.
0: If you're an yeah. iTunes listener, uh, this all comes from SoundCloud.
1: Yeah, so rate so, and review yeah. us on iTunes as well. Um, homework movie for this week. Yeah, is, I'll let you take this one. Yeah, so homework for, movie for this week is on Netflix, a 1995 film called LA Confidential. With Russell Crowe, so you know it's... Which good. is like a noir film with Russell Crowe um, and Kevin Spacey.
0: Ah, oh, Russell. Yeah. He's at it again.
1: Oh, Russell, yeah. I, the only thing I had to say to convince <laughs> Sam to watch this movie was, oh, yeah, it's about three policemen and Russell Crows in it. Yep. And it was just the Russell Crows in it is all I really needed to say.
0: Look, I'm in there. I, I'm not afraid to, to say that I, I'm a fan of Russell Crowe. You, you love Russell? I love my Russell. I also love my Brad Pitt. Yeah, there's a movie with Brad Pitt that I usually watch.
1: Hmm. Alright, but yeah, that's that's that. We're kind of, this is it now, That's all... That's that, we're done, get out of here. I've
0: got more work. Get out of here. And eventually Dark Souls 3.
1: Eventually Dark Souls 3.